everybody, welcome to Aug Mentors, our first principle in our eight-part series where we hope to augment the mentoring relationship. In this episode, we talk about vision and how you set the scene for your mentor search with the mythical Bob Ross as our vision guide. We hope you enjoy. So, Jimmy. I don't know about you, but I watched three episodes of Bob Ross last night because we're going to be talking about vision and mentoring and Bob Ross does it and puts you right to sleep. If I wasn't riding a stationary bike, I would have fallen asleep. I was very impressed that you were riding a stationary bike while watching Bob Ross. I feel like that or those are two very different kind of activities. Um, but I would have to say I was always super intimidated by Bob Ross, to be honest with you, because I'm not much of an artist myself. And he kind of just makes it look super easy. But at the same time, when you actually go to do it, it's harder than you'd think. But the way he guides you makes you feel like you could kind of do anything. If I can quote, eight simple colors, two brushes, one palette knife, and an almighty easel. That's all you need. It's all you need. It's all you need. It's super, super easy. I mean, and and everything's very happy. You know, he just makes you feel like you're, um, he makes you feel super confident. I would say that is the one thing because he really breaks it down for you. So I think if we're talking about the idea of the vision or having a vision for whatever you're trying to do, your next stage of your life, I think the fact that he starts with this blank canvas, he starts with some simple tools, soothing voice, the general idea of where you're going and you know he just kind of guides you along the path i feel like i feel like bob ross is actually sort of a perfect mentor he, which i hadn't he, thought of before he was probably a mentor before people were really thinking about mentors unfortunately still an old white guy but he did have sweet hair <laughs> and a tough and, and he's kind of a special individual i feel like he's very relevant now you know i feel like he went through his time and uh, and now he's back. He's a boomerang zeitgeist. Zeitgeist. He's actually, and he's actually really his his kind of true self. I'd love to know, you know, more about about what he's like. Like he's a very he's he's very, he's very genuine in his uh, in his approach, his delivery. Those little things. Uh, I also loved one of his golden rules: a thin paint always sticks to a thick paint. Bob Ross said it: thin paint sticks to thick paint. So, it's a, so maybe maybe you actually need a foundation to build upon. You can't just start with like the fun little thin paint. Yes, which is how he always paints with a wet canvas. So he is always wiping that down first, either with a white of some sort. Sometimes he also starts with a black dark canvas. He'll use a brown or a black paint. And it's all it's always a wet canvas, big deal for him. And I think that's partly why his paints Paintings always had a kind of a very similar texture to it. Because he always starts with the same foundation. So he has a fan. So if we're thinking of Bob Ross as our, our mentor guide with the hair optional, but he can help, you know, think about what you want to be painting or what you want to be um, designing. So I like started shooting through random episodes um, and it was hard to decide between the bubbling brook and the waterfall and the Arizona landscape, and I settled on the windmill, but, um, you know, the question is, right, like, what, and as I was kind of looking through it, I was thinking, what, I don't know, what's, what's my vision for today? Like, what, 
what am I imagining? My, where am I imagining myself? Like what resonates to me? Well, if I can again quote Bob, leaves and trees, they hide in your brush. Let your imagination run wild and let your heart be your guide, which I think is perfect advice for today because we're going to find a leaf and a tree and a happy little cloud and we're going to have three keys for mentoring and how that falls directly into a vision, which is really the key base for any kind of mentoring relationship that people are going to get into. Often it comes just so naturally, like little happy like clouds. Leaves and trees. Yeah, popping <laughs> leaves and trees popping out of the brush. But there really is a purpose and a practice that you can adapt to create a really positive, strong mentoring relationship that is gonna go beyond just something that's transactional. So I totally agree. The vision is where do you wanna go? And it doesn't matter if it's a bubbling brook or a waterfall or whatever, but I do think Bob Ross is a fantastic idea and character for what is your vision for this relationship? And, and you have to be bringing something as the mentee, as the believer in yourself, you gotta be bringing something that's exciting and entertaining to your mentor. But on top of that, you need to have some vision of how you want this relationship to go. It doesn't have to end up that way. Because I'm sure when Bob started with the bubbling brook, he was he did not know it was going to end up that way. It's directional. It's like directional. You're starting with some kind of a direction. You know what the general scene is going to look like or what even just what the sort of vibe of it is going to be. And I love that about being just really open to what how it could be maybe different than exactly how you envisioned it, but having a general direction. So it's always a balance, I think, between having it perfect in your mind, what you know, what you imagine things are exactly going to look like and then being open to change. So for me as a mentor, when somebody comes to me with a general direction of where they're trying to go, it's super helpful because then I can be able to guide them if they come to me and say, I'm thinking, I really want to, uh, you know, be having a, a cowboy sunset uh, at this particular time. It's a lot easier for me to help pick out the colors or help them think about what that could look like versus just a total blank wet canvas. I like it. So in the beginning, you know, step one, you need to have a foundational set of colors. And with those colors, you're going to be able to, you, you have some kind of idea of a picture. And that could be the bubbling brook. In our, to use our analogy, it's really going to be, you know, I have this inflection point in my career, in my life, and I believe that this person can help me through it. And I'm going to set a very broad set of um, guardrails to begin this conversation. It's not going to be, will you be my mentor? It's not going to say, will you help me get my next job? It's going to be, I'm thinking about X, Y, Z. May I ask you this question about how to approach this step? I love that. I think that's that's exactly it. Because, you know, as the mentor, as Bob Ross, you're just here to provide, you know, a variety of ideas, variety of tools, different ways to get from point A to point B. And I, and I wonder at the end, I was thinking this too, like, does everybody who does Bob Ross paintings end up with the same painting at the end? Probably not. Does, and everybody does their, has their own version of it. So that's, I think, what also is really cool in the idea of as you're setting your vision as a mentee, you might look towards your mentor and say, oh, they're doing, you know, X, Y, and Z. I want to do something like that. But in, in, inevitably, um, you'll end up doing your own version of it. I do think that we're talking about, so there's gonna, we're, we're, we have three points in this, right? So we have our foundation set of colors. 
we're about to get on what the two brushes are. And our last analogy would be the easel. And but in, in the blank canvas is this relationship that you're going to be beginning this mentoring relationship. And you're going to work towards crafting that relationship without pressure. That's so important. You give it a spark, give it this, you know, general question that is not overly aggressive and not overly vague and begin to build the relationship first. Don't try to solve your, I need a new job. I need help with another relationship in my life. I have a problem to solve. Instead, build, build the relationship first. And that's going to help with this inflection point coming up in your life. So two brushes. Okay. Where do we go with this analogy now? We've watched enough Bob Ross. Uh, uh, my it's the thick brush and the thin brush, right? Two and a half inch brush and one inch brush. That's all you need. Okay. At least in season one. And I think we're there with a simple way to have that, this vision is you have two brushes, find a hobby and then find something pro, uh, professional you want to link into. And that is going to be your swath of people who should, you should be reaching out to initially. So I think one of the reasons why people have come to me as a mentor is that there's certain things that I do or um, ways that I live my life that people think could be interesting for them. They'd like to know more about that. So I'm a business owner, I'm a mom, been super lucky, and I've been able to really balance my family and my work. And so I think a lot of people, not just women, look to that and say, this is something that, you know, I would love to be able to have a lot of autonomy in my life so that I can do both of those things. So anyways, or like maybe your vision is somebody who's like a BMX bike superstar and they're like, or they're 75 years old and they're jumping out of airplanes or they're, you know, they quit their job and they work at the grocery store and they love it. So pick, you know, you can kind of just check in with yourself and, and, and what is it? I call it warmer, warmer, colder, colder, which I know is cheesy, but you see people doing things and you're like, oh, I could totally see that. Or I'm attracted to what this person is doing. or I'm really interested in hearing more. And when I talk to them, I get really excited. When I hear about what they're doing, I get really excited. Actually, these two brushes are like your two circles of a Venn diagram. And that's going to help you find what that person is. If you said, look, I, I want somebody who's older and active, that's one piece. And my other piece is I want somebody that has had a similar career as an engineer. Kind of almost like what's a, what's a lifestyle and a hobby and what's a career? And you combine those two things. And that's going to be a whole lot easier to reach out to because you're already going to have some overlaps about why you're into both these things. And you can say very genuinely, I hope to become older and active later in life. And I am currently really into pipetting in my college class. I think this is some place I'd like to go. I'd like to learn from you what you see happening in the biotech industry. And I think that, and I love that combined with what we were talking about earlier, which is the idea of like, you might not know exactly, right? You're not going to say, okay, well, you know, I want this person has to be exactly like this, or I imagine my life being exactly like this. I love that. It's like just, you know, they're interested in something you're interested in, or they know something about something that you're interested in knowing more about. And how can you start uh, having them help you as you're kind of setting the vision for yourself? And I think we need this at all different times in our life. All the conversations that we've been having about mentorship has made me more and more thoughtful about what my vision is for my next chapter, what I want and what kind of people do I need to spend more time with to know more about what that's going to look like. So I think it's important that people find mentors every stage of their life. And if I may, yes. I might be paraphrasing, but let's just say I'm quoting Bob Ross here. There's no track tracing of patterns here. We will paint with our heart 
create with our vision right here. Thanks, Bob. He said that? Oh, yeah. What? That's exactly what he's doing. Oh my gosh, Bob Ross is the ultimate mentor. Oh, okay, do we have a third vision point? I'm trying to think. It's the almighty easel. Right, the wet easel. It is the easel. And yes, it, it always should be addressed first. So it's always wet, okay? And remember, it's in you. You put it on the canvas, let your imagination run wild, let your heart be the guide. Bob Ross quote again. I got more. It's, I mean, it's 26 seasons, the dude's got a lot. He's pumping them out. You know, we, we can only hope. And what's, I thought really interesting is he's, he kept saying about, you know, the canvas sitting on the easel. So what he's about to start working on, he had, he had this very solid found, he always said the easel must be very solid because uh, it, you know, he, he's hitting the easel with the brush back and forth to clean it, beating the brush. He would really, when he was doing his, as he called it, pre-work, which I thought was really interesting, he was wetting the canvas, he would hit that pretty hard. But the, he always said the easel was what you kept coming back to. So to me, this comes back to a, a, a place of, okay, you, you know the easel is going to be holding you up. It is going to be what gives you strength in all your conversations and, and, mm -hmm. and confidence but honestly, the most important part about this easel, we can use this metaphor, it's about being vulnerable. It's about having humility and being real in the interactions as you go into this relationship. If you come in and you think you're going to be able to cover up different parts of yourself, if you're going to be able to hide behind that canvas, that's not it. You need to be raw, just like an easel by itself, waiting for all these other things that can go on and what it can be supported. But it needs to come back to you that if you're not in a place where you can actually be vulnerable, no matter how ugly you may think it is, you've got to be able to share that or you're not going to get to the true key, which is in this mentoring relationship. It's not about the mentoring. It's about the relationship. The mentoring is second. The relationship is first. You have to, I love what you're saying because you have to be available and vulnerable and open to listening, open to uh, feedback, open to ideas, open to doing things maybe differently than you would have thought. Uh, if we now have our three pieces here, we have our foundation, it's a set of colors, right? It is going to be these guardrails and general idea of what you're looking for. It's directional, but remember it's a balance. Yeah, it's not going to be something overly specific. It's going to be something of really, how can we start a relationship? And I know I have this inflection point in my life, which is coming up. Two, and also two is the number of brushes, right? Keeping with our Bob brush, Ross thin brush. metaphor. Yep. You're going to have your, your thin brush, Hobby, passion, your thick brush, something professional. Overlap that Venn diagram. You now have a much clearer ocean of people you might want to choose from to dive in and find. And lastly is the easel. This is truly what is this inflection point or key arc uh, in your life that you want to be ready to share about. But if you aren't coming to the relationship with humility and really being genuine, there, you're never going to be able to get back to this key point. It, it is really going to be about you first. And though easel almost says the word easy, it's not. It's really hard to be able to share and it can be scary. And I think everybody understands that. And nobody's going to fault you for going out there and really trying to talk about it. Talk about real stuff.
And it encourages other people to do that the same, I think, because we talk about it's about the relationship, then the mentor even feels more comfortable to be able to share their own vulnerabilities too, which just makes, which just augments the mentoring relationship. Augments, good word. Well, Julie, do you remember how it felt as we were learning to tie your shoes? Well, what's it? What's a memory? I still don't really know. You remember the room? You remember the light? Remember what was around? Oh, let's see. Yes, I had cute little Nikes with a little blue stripe. They were white with a little blue stripe, and I can remember being in maybe first grade, sorry, kindergarten, because Nancy Reagan went to my um, elementary school. The day I she went to my elementary school, so the day I learned how to tie my shoes was also the day that she came. I can remember that very specifically. It was like a big deal that I was. It was. It was a momentous day for me. Oh my God! I love it. Because yes, Bob Ross told me that oh my God. painting is just a matter of practice and that those little trees and leaves live in your brush and practice is going to help to get them to come out, scare them out. They can be hard, work at it, but over time, it will just be like tying a shoe. And to me, I, I honestly took away from that. You might have to reach out to one, three, five people to find someone that you really want to build a relationship with. It's not about, oh, I got a mentor. No, it's about you have a relationship that is going to help you through this arc in your life and that you are going to remember that relationship going forward. It's not going to be, oh, we had a transactional good time and I paid for this consultant or I got drinks with this individual like once a month for five months. You're going to look back, even if you're not still in contact, you're going to look back in six years and 60 years and go, wow, that was kind of a special thing. I was able to get something more than advice, which probably means you were able to get some confidence out of it and in your decision. And that because you were sharing and being vulnerable, you were able to move towards that vision of the next step in your life. Trees and leaves live in your brush. That's like all you need. It's literally it, right? Like that's your potential. Have all the tools that you need. You just needs to be vulnerable have some help along the way to help get you to your vision and you just got to start